Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 169, Spyfall Part 2. Oh boy, we have a lot to unpack this week, and by this week I mean four days since our last episode. But before we get into all of that, my name is John, and joining me every time we Spyfall, oh boy, I don't know. Is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. That was terrible. I'm sorry. That that was every time we uh, find ourselves at CES 1834. Every time we find ourselves uh, finding out our entire lives have been lies. There you go, good friend Taylor. (laughs) There we are. I'm good, Taylor. Yeah, it's only been four days, but um, I know. know. How's it going? Uh, it it is it is going. I am very fully in like Doctor Who mode, and and my mind is on galley kind of mode. Oh, we're uh, there. We're we're uh, almost there. So there, and you know the like the ribbon exchange group is starting to come alive, and our galley fam chat is starting to amp up. And yeah. I'm sitting here going like, all right, time to start working on the packing list and stuff. Yep. Um, how are you? I am doing, oh boy, I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm doing well, first of all. Um, we we officially launched uh, Pincroft Loft. We have about, I think I have somebody coming to record uh, this Friday. They're rec- Excellent. And I have someone coming to look at the space on Wednesday. And um, if they like it, um, then I will, you know, we'll have two clients so far, so fantastic it's fun i also edited a new intro for another podcast so people have been uh people have been inquiring and it's uh you know it's great so far it's been it's been Excellent. super cool um Excellent. yes uh the last three days uh if you have been up between the hours of um oh boy what what would we even say one to Late five early? yeah you <laughs> will see that it is uh it is New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom, uh, three days this, well, two days and then another show that they do immediately after. Um, and, you know, those are live from Japan, so. Well, let me put it this way. I've been wondering the past three days why I've had to hit show more tweets like three or four times in the morning. And <laughs> you are the reason, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it, it was a, a historic weekend. Uh, my favorite wrestler, um out of new japan and possibly out of anywhere um he won the big one it was great yeah. it was very cool uh tears may have been shed oh uh, it was great <laughs> it was good stuff man uh and in all in between all of that uh lauren and i went to the i think it was a fathom event i assume yeah they're the only one that does cool stuff like that i think mm-hmm. um we ended up seeing um Spyfall Part One, followed by Part Two, live from. Uh, we got to see it, I think, basically before everyone in America did, and uh, around the same time everyone uh, in Europe did. Um, and then after that, we had a small. We were treated to a small Q and A with um, Jody um, Mandip and uh, Tosin. Cool. So it was a lot of fun. So I got I got to see this on the big screen. 
for the first time. Uh, and that was cool. Yeah. Um, with, it wasn't a lot of doctor who fans, but who cares? It was fun. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. It was like 11 AM on a, on a Sunday. So on a yesterday, Oh boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been, like I said, a long three days. I'm, mm-hmm. I am, uh, I think tonight will be the first night that I actually don't or go to bed before, uh, 5 AM. Good God. <laughs> yeah. And plus I have, uh, hashtag Henson, the little pup. Yep. And, uh, he's up at eight o'clock. So Oof. yeah, we took a small nap today, but you know, we're, we're doing all right. It. Good. We're doing all right. And the countdown, the galley's on. We got that ticket transfer in. Yes. Taylor, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Taylor's good to go. We have ribbons. We have more ribbon ideas. Oh, I chucked a bunch on our list as I was watching the rewatching the episode today. Yes. And there's so many good things. Yes. And speaking of that, that episode, it, it, it appears we have no who news, which is, you know, what's going to come up in four days. Exactly. Very little. And that's fine because I feel like we have a lot to talk about in our episode today, which is Spyfall Part 2, starring Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, Bradley Walsh as Graham, Mandip Gill as Yaz, uh, Tosin Cole as Ryan, uh, Sasha Dewan as the Master, despite what it said in the closing credits of the second episode. (laughs) Right. Which, uh, I don't know. That was weird. Uh, Sylvie Briggs as Ada Lovelace, which is um, an amazing name. And I know it's mm-hmm. a historical name, but also just great name in general. Uh, Aurora Marion as Noor uh, Inyat Khan. Yep. Yeah. And Sir Lenny Henry as the dastardly... <sighs> Daniel Barton. We'll we'll talk about. We got you make you make it sound like he should have a, a dog sidekick that laughs like <laughs> I mean he was I mean he was a train track away from, from that, I feel. I'm surprised he didn't put his mom on the train tracks, honestly. Well, good lord, we'll get to that. We will get to that. It was written by Chris Chibnall and directed by Lee Haven Jones. It first aired January fifth of twenty twenty, and it is the second story of season twelve. And we have some story notes from the fine folks at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed, indeed. Uh, This is the first story in the show's history to have its parts air four days apart, as we mentioned, rather than a whole week. Yes. Uh, Part two is the first follow-up episode of Doctor Who to feature, not fixture, (laughs) (laughs) words fail me today, a recap with an opening voiceover. See the prior norm for Doctor Who and its spinoffs was the use of just an on-screen caption that said previously mm. rather than Jody saying previously on Doctor Who. Yes, which I will say we did not get that. We didn't get the previously. We didn't get that. So when I watched it, oh, in watched the theater? it today, I went, oh, mm-hmm. this is different. But yep. all, all it said was the episode ended and it just went spy, spy fall part two. We didn't get the we didn't get the theme. We didn't get anything. Boom. Oh, I just went straight into it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, this story, Spyfall, covering both parts in this case, marked the first time a villain has been capable of breaking through the sealed TARDIS. Yeah. Which still, you know, like Lauren was saying last week, it's a safe space. This is a little unsettling. Yeah, very, very unsettling. Very. Uh, this is also the first multi-part TV story to have more than one credited director since Planet of the Giants in 1964. Holy moly. Yep. And I mean, on that note, uh, it felt very different. 
Uh, it did. Yeah. It definitely did. Yeah. And we'll, we'll dive more into that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and in, I don't know, a part that at least made me kind of, kind of giggle and grin a little bit. The master alludes to his part in the fourth doctor's regeneration, asking if he had ever apologized for the doctor falling from the Faros project radio telescope. Yes. He, I think he does call it something else though. Doesn't he? It is. Yes. Because, um, they were supposed the, to film there and they didn't or something. The No, I think it was actually the location rather than the name of the project. John Drell bank. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I got a kick out of that. That was funny. It was good stuff. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, if if you would like to, because I mean, we man, we have we have Twitter response. We're gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah, there's great. a lot to cover. There's a lot. There's a lot to cover. So Taylor, let's uh, take it away with this world famous synopsis. All right. Well, separated from the gang, the Doctor aided by Ada Lovelace and Noor Khan, is chased across time by the Master as he tries to kill her. But then who would he have to tell his big secret to? And who, boy, that's one hell of a secret that's plaguing him. Meanwhile, the rest of Team TARDIS work to unravel Daniel Barton's plan to upgrade humanity's hard drive. Uh, sorry, upgrade humanity into hard drives. Uh, by the way, how are things doing back home on Gallifrey? Psst. Don't ask. Holy moly. Yep. Um, lot to unpack here. A so lot. much to unpack. Um, it, but before we dive into that, I did say last week on Twitter that I wanted people to give us their reactions and we would share them in the show. And we were so caught up with all of us, all three of us talking about the show that I completely forgot to do that. So I wanted to at least make good on that promise and share some of the res- the Twitter responses we got to uh, Spy Paul. Spy Paul? Wow. <laughs> Good night, folks. All right, Somebody see you guys later. Light blue. Well, oh, light blue? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, a friend of the show, Flopcast, says Chibnall's radio silence really paid off. Consider how amazing Sims Return two seasons ago could have been with this strategy. For the first time, I can truly say Chibble, Chibnall nailed it. And I agree. And I remember after we watched the episode and I, we, um, we walked Henson and Mm -hmm. I I said, could you, uh, could you have imagined if they had kept Sims coming back a secret and, uh, the Maudassian, uh, Cybermen in one episode? I, and I said, and I, I think I stand by this. If they had kept that a secret until it aired, it probably would have been one of the best episodes of Dr. Who, uh, ever <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> because i mean we knew it was coming and that that made it it made me very sad but yeah i mean this was who boy what a reveal yeah this this was how to do it right yeah um so uh mike bergman friend lives here in livermore uh says i really love that the master is back one of my favorite who villains i was hoping for a better story and better sci-fi and i got exactly what i wanted for the new year yes i mean yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I love, I know there's some debate as to like where in the grand timeline of master incarnations this master lands, but I love this master already. I'm very excited by his, his deviousness. Oh, yeah. he, he is, he is something else. And I think the other thing is, I mean, I'm sure at some point we will get the answer to where he is in his timeline, but also I don't even know if it, if it really matters. 
right? I, yeah, well, let's let's talk about that more we, we'll, in we'll talk a little bit because I definitely have some feelings about that. Um, but lastly, Will McCann the third uh, called us out for not talking more about Lenny Henry, saying that he was a little let down by the comments made in episode one sixty eight about a character named Daniel Barton, described as that rich guy. Uh, I mean. All right, fair. <laughs> Look, and, and I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. We were so caught up in everything else that happened in that episode that yeah. we we I, did not do him justice. I think we will change that this episode. Uh, yeah, um, we will. And also, I mean, the master came back and we couldn't stop talking about it. So pretty I, much. I don't pretty much. We, we got a little stuck. I'll admit. Yeah, we did. Um, but it's also worth noting um that uh, Sir Lenny Henry actually played the doctor in a comedy spoof from 1985. Um, Will was kind enough to share the YouTube link to that. I'm going to stick it in the show notes. Um, It looks really funny. Is this the same one that has Rowan Atkinson in it? No, this is not Curse of the Fable. This is a different one. This is a different thing completely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you could say, you could say unofficially, very, very, very unofficially, he played the first Black Doctor. Oh, Um, well, that's great. But obviously, and Sir Lenny Henry has been a fan of Doctor Who for many, many years. So obviously to to get a role on it is uh, always a dream. And we will talk more about his character and some of his questionable choices uh, in not too long. But thank you, everybody, for responding on Twitter. If you've got thoughts about this episode, let us know. Yeah, at the Podcastica on Twitter. Indeed. We, w- we, would lo- we love hearing from everyone. It's like, oh, yeah, people listen to us. Uh- yes. I mean, last week's episode did did pretty well, Taylor, on Spotify. I don't, I, I'm Excellent. sorry, on uh, on SoundCloud. I don't know if you saw, but I, you know what, I haven't. It has been that busy of a four days. I I completely understand. I am stretching for time as this page loads. Oh, lovely! Because I, holy moly, I almost I almost uh, broke the swearing on this. Oh, I mean, our episode is, is doing, I I was like, Oh, it's doing very well. Our episode last week is doing amazing. Uh, we're up to, um, 532 listens just on, on SoundCloud alone. Shut up. Literally shut up. We have never had that many listens on any episode. I don't, yeah, I don't think we are. Are you kidding me? I am not joking. I have it. I feel, I feel lucky if I see it break a hundred. I, me too. But um, what? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the thing right now. Episode 168, Spyfall Part One, or we've decoded the fish. Yes, 532. Goodness gracious! Thanks, Hi. everybody. If yeah, you're new to the you. podcast, hello, welcome. Hi there. Yeah, we're not always disorganized. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Taylor is always organized. I'm just uh-huh, a mess. I am a mess at, at all times. But let's uh, let's talk about Spy Spyfall Part Two. Um, Indeed, I think let's our overall feelings. I think we have both. I, you <laughs> yesterday when you were like describe it in one word, I went I can't do that. So I just well, said, I didn't Good. want you to give spoilers. <laughs> uh, like I hadn't seen it yet. I was just like just 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 give it to me in one word. Is it awesome? Is it garbage? Just you know, I went with good. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I mean, there, there were some. There's like one or two things that are very uh, just eye rolly to me, which we will get to. Yeah. Um, but what did you have? You um, have you spoken to anybody? Just rant, you know, uh, other Doctor Who fans besides our 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 fine fans on Twitter who 
have you have you gotten any uh have you tested the waters with anyone on how they feel about it because i know a couple of our friends were kind of meh on the episode but they loved the master which is yeah. which is great but i mean i i don't know i feel like i don't know have you have you heard anything well i um i did run into a coworker of mine um who now this was after just Spyfall Part One, mm-hmm. um, and she really enjoyed it, um, and kind of had a couple of questions because she's only she only started watching with New Who. Oh, okay. Um, and so there was some stuff that I kind of was able to uh, uh, kind of expand upon with some classic Who knowledge, right? Right. Um, but she really enjoyed it. Um, she kind of like liked the. Uh, uh, greater intensity uh, and stuff of the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a couple people that I follow on social media who um, honestly, in a lot of ways I, I really kind of look up to uh, in terms of fandom. There's some amazing cosplayers mm-hmm. and uh, you know, live over in the UK. So obviously they're, they're a lot more entrenched in some of this stuff sometimes right. um, and, and who really on the whole have been kind of, just not on board with um, the current administration, as it were, when it comes to uh, the Chibnall era and stuff. And I, it, it kind of just, just kind of put a sour feeling in my stomach. But I was very entertained uh, today to see both of them being like, okay, I have to admit, I actually really liked this second part. You know, like it's kind of yeah. like, okay, now, now they're kind of clicking and warming up and stuff with it. So, um, outside of of people we already know <laughs> right i haven't gotten a ton of uh input um but generally speaking i'm still i feel like i'm still seeing positive things i kind of stayed away from the hashtag uh yes yeah, so i'm glad you i'm glad yeah you did. <laughs> yeah um uh but yeah i mean personally i kind of marvel at how much they fit how much story they fit into this hour yeah, man. I mean, uh, long-time listeners know I'm all about the pacing. Indeed. And, and we had two separate stories that had, it felt like they they had the time to breathe, and it was great. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some stuff that I kind of have a little bit of issue with, but for the most part, and I'm saying most part, not completely, mm-hmm. I kind of reconciled them in my head just because this story has done something much bigger with the overall mythos of Doctor Who. And so I'm kind of willing to yeah. forgive, but maybe not forget some of these things just because of like, I, I love when it came to like to watching the X-Files, we were talking about the X-Files last week. Mm-hmm. I loved watching the X-Files for the mythology episodes. Yes. The stuff that tells this grander, bigger story. This is a story that does that. And so I'm, I'm really invested in those parts of it. Yeah, Absolutely. So, I mean, for me overall, I dug it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I feel like our our I don't want to call it story A and story B because they they were both equally important. Um, and they felt equally important, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. I thought they both had enough time to uh, to breathe and to tell a complete story and to you know Team Tardis, man. Yeah. Team Tardis just killing it in this episode i love very very impressed and i think we talked about it last week i said we're gonna have to have 
a confrontation with Team TARDIS and our Doctor. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to be like, what's going on? And I just love the scene where they're on the run and they're all sitting down and they go, what do we do if the Doctor doesn't come back? And I thought that, oh, scene, yes. that scene was amazing for multiple reasons. Um they're like, we don't know anything. We've spent all this time with her and we don't know anything. We don't know anything about her. And that's when we're talking about Graham's kind of piecing together what he knows yep. and what he was told. And then like, who's this guy? She, why didn't she recognize him? Um, why did she tell us or why did she, why did, oh, tell me that she used to be a man. Uh-huh. And that was just great. And you can kind of see them kind of, they're all convincing themselves that the doctor's coming back. Yes. And Graham is doing a very good job of, of writing that ship, I feel, in that scene. Um, but yeah, like Team TARDIS just, ugh. I, you know, and I, I will say I don't have any singular notes for any member of Team TARDIS because, I don't know, I felt they were, they were working as a team pretty well, so I didn't, I didn't really have any uh, singular notes for them. I mean, yeah, I, I went I went much heavier on the notes as I was watching it like during lunch today and being like, I'm not going to do like I did last time and just kind of like slap dash some notes in while I rush. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Graham, definitely he has been ramped up as the I feel like the comic relief uh, for the most part in these last two episodes. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that between panically talking back to the screen and the plane. So good. And the laser shoes. I mean, the laser shoes. Uh, we we'll we'll get to them, or we can uh, just talk about it right now. Sure, let's I, do it. I I don't know, man. This <laughs> if there's anything wrong with this, and I get it. Like it's a trope. Like spies always have. At least in movies, they have ridiculous gadgets. Yep. But the spy shoes, the spy laser shoes. What is this? It's and the just... rocket cufflinks. So, uh, and the other thing, like, what was, did they, oh, they shot rockets. Yes. All right, never mind. <laughs> what do you think they, like, like launched you like Superman into yeah, the? Yeah, I thought they oh, were, okay. like, uh, never, uh, I, and I don't know how I didn't piece that together until I just said rocket cufflinks right now, which <laughs> I guess makes sense. But, I mean, both ridiculous things that it just yes. felt like we didn't need them I I could have you know like um, for me like it was just a it was just a um a way to get like dancing jokes in um yeah I can see that but I mean let's put it on the grand scale of things I would I would rather deal with rocket cufflinks and Graham doing a soft shoe than Rudolph the red nosed reindeer sounding like a car alarm fair I mean you know I mean yeah. in the grand scheme of things um it's yeah, but in in a lot of ways, this is this is still going to be a family show. This, there's still going to be oh, something yeah, in yeah, there yeah. that's going to be entertaining and comic relief. I mean, if they played the entire episode dark and heavy, holy crap! <laughs> well, from the sounds of it, the next episode's uh, pretty dark and heavy. Um, it it definitely seems that, and we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, I mean, oh, yeah, so when the plane's crashing in the beginning, yes. Okay, yes, let's talk about this because I have 
And I have something to say, but go ahead. And Graham, I'm sorry, not Graham. Ryan falls over and sees his name and starts following everything. Mm-hmm. I was getting like serious callbacks to, I believe it was the Big Bang episode with Matt Smith. Okay. Where he's kind of like popping in and out and doing different things. And oh, oh. Was it yes. Big Bang or was it? Um, oh, God. I I'll think it up. was. I'll look it up. Big Bang or Pandorica. Uh, the Pandorica. Uh, Pandorica was the one before it, I think. Okay. Right. Then 13th and final episode, Big Bang. Yes. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. I was just like (laughs) such a, I I was getting such a callback to that or even, even so even like a callback to blink kind of. Yes. I can see that with the wallpaper. Yes. Um, Yes. I got to go back and remember to do that so that it's there. Yes. Yes. For me, it was a complete like 100% like, first bill and ted film where they're like oh we got to remember to go back and leave the keys for us so we can break all the historical dudes out of the jail (laughs) um and and the simple fact that in this story we get you know long after the scene we've forgotten about the airplane at this point yes and we get all the way down toward the end of the episode and like i think ryan mentions it and the doctor goes oh Oh my God, that's right. Wait. And she and the girls run off. And then so you funny. literally have a quick montage scene of them like laminating. making that stuff yeah. and laminating and, you know, buffing these little plates on the wire wheel. And I'm like, this is magnificent. The simple yeah. fact that they, we have all this story plus we get, they're able to fit this in. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was, I loved it. it was Absolutely loved it. A lot of fun. Um, I don't care that it creates this whole MacGuffin, you know, oh, oh, we saved you by this. I, I don't care. Play with time travel. Have fun with it. I mean, there, there's a lot of things we could point at, and but it's like, you know, it's it's sci-fi, so whatever. Well, yeah, really, <laughs> on, some, on some level, I, I point and go, it's Doctor Who. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah, I mean, also, like, another thing, uh, I mean, the master was walking the earth for 77 years. Yes. So, oh, my gosh, that he took the long way around to yeah. 2020. Yeah. How much do I love that? He's all the places I had to escape from. I'm like, okay, you've literally, in, like, two sentences, just given yourself the ability to do, like, eight big finish CDs. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Of of just the stuff he gets into between World War Two, yeah, and the present day. My God, please make that happen. We we will get to that. Um, I mean Taylor, good good eye on the dancing wire lady in the box. Oh, that was you. Yes, no, was that Lauren? I think that was Lauren. Oh. I didn't notice that in then it Art's was, office in part one. Then it was definitely Lauren. Yeah, that played. Yeah. I mean, that paid off big. Oh, very big. <laughs> like, there it is. Oh, wow. And, it, and it's, yeah, and it's not just that, but once once you really kind of piece together that, oh, you know, oh, this, you know, Babbage going on about, oh, this was a gift from someone, uh, you know, uh, delivering it on behalf of their master, and the doctor just goes, oh, crap. Yeah. This is okay, <laughs> you know, and then you you kind of trace it through time, and that's what they're using. And then, obviously, we get the explanation that it's not, eight different earths it's oh. Earth, eight different points of history and i was like oh that makes so much sense i've i've fist pumped in the uh in the theater yes, yes. i was like oh thank god that's like the last thing we need <laughs> i mean we've already well, got so much 
going on and yeah. going forward that I mean I don't need eight other dimensions to think about or other right. earths to think about. Yeah. Um yeah, and we we hear the uh Kasavin by name. Yeah, Kasavin. Kasavin. Uh which is which is I see two A's and I go, Oh, it's a long A. Yeah. Because it goes for two A's. No, it's the it's short A. a. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So now we know. Now we know. Now we know. But I can't make any more saving jokes. No, no, you cannot. You just get one. Yeah, just that one. Everybody gets one. <laughs> um, I I loved our little romp throughout time with the doctor. I thought it was so fun. fun. And then we also get the explanation a little later of why Yaz and the doctor didn't die. Yes. Which I was just like, great. I like that. Because I, I needed that personally. I, I'm sure you and a lot of people did. Yeah. But- you just you don't you don't need a big grandiose thing to it. It's just like you know you find the right place to stick that information in. You you can do it in two sentences. Done. That's yeah. efficient writing. Yes, yes, it is. I mean, we'll get to the Eiffel Tower scene in a little bit here. Oh my god, that was so good. Yeah, it was it was so good, good stuff. But let's 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 talk romp through history. Yeah, right? I mean, there, I, we we end up in a um, what would you call this? An inventor's lab. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You know, in in 1834, uh, I mean, the doctor runs into Ada Lovelace in the seven dimension, which is just what I'm going to call it. And she's just like, oh, I'm just having sleep paralysis. Oh, she's chilling. This is my guardian angel. Like, she's totally chill. (laughs) This is totally normal. Happens all the time. Yeah, I was hanging out with and having a coffee last Friday. It's all good. Which is so funny because the doctor's so panicked. um, Yes. Talking to herself, which I loved. Yes, and I love that we get it. We get a little Douglas Adamsy. Don't panic in there. Yes, and also uh, the the sound design in that scene where it, you know she was talking to herself, but they used the echo mm-hmm. as well. Like she said something and then waited. She waited to uh, hear the question and then answer. It was. I really liked that. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, we 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 totally end up at this like uh, invention convention. Hey. With some really just bonkers ideas, a gr- like I, I, a grenade for the home, indeed, which is amazing. That did you write that in Galley Rivers? It is, yes, perfect. Yes, Re- what is it? Re- repel uh, would-be intruders, yeah, whatever it was. Yes. But it's in there. It's in there. Very funny. Yeah, there's some great ones in there. Um, and 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 I love that the stuff that gets pointed out, you know, the steam powered Gatling gun. Yeah. That, that fires ball bearings. Um, you know, all of it comes into play. And oh man, the master rolls up and one, I love his outfit. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um I, love I, I loved all of his outfits except for the obvious one. <laughs> Uh, you know his ss uniform um and i'm bummed because we'll talk about his outfits for a little bit here when we get to i i guess his his 2020 get up Mm -hmm. um we don't really get any good shots of it which yeah no not really and correct me if i'm wrong but in the hologram at the end it looks like he's wearing some Trouton style pants. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed that. Yes. So he's wearing like a checkered getup 
And I'm like, man, I'm really sad that we probably won't see him till episode nine or something. Probably. Um, I think the only bummer like going forward was, would be if we don't see the master again this season. Oh, I would be very pumped by that. I won't lie. I think even if it's just like a little thing. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm bummed because the still shots of his like from you know from the BBC from mm-hmm. Doctor Who look amazing. Like he's wearing like purple and is it? It's not green, is it? I'm not sure if it's green. Um, I don't have a picture handy, but it is. They are colors that would be unusual at the time, even though his style is very befitting of the era. Yes. Um, and I just, I love that outfit. I love the effect of the tissue compression eliminator. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. Just the, the, the visual effect of that, because obviously we've watched plenty of classic who we've seen the, well, we've seen the after effects yes. of that device um, and the action figures it creates. <laughs> yes. But we've never seen it happen. No, no, we haven't. You know, we, we, you know, we, we get almost this little puff as, I don't know, stuff is vacated. Th- thing, things are going ding when they're stuff. Things are going, yes, exactly. And, and, and just this fantastic effect of, of whatever character he's aimed at. Yes. Oh, shrinking up to a Lego minifig and yeah, hitting the floor. Great stuff. That. Oh um, my gosh. I have found a picture of of him when okay. he's when he's in the uh, the place at the end, and it's um, a purple coat with um, a green shirt with no tie, so just buttoned okay. to the top. Okay. Um, and then a vest that is checkered. So I assume the pants match the vest. Presumably, yeah. yeah. I can't see. I can't see the full full length, but I'm digging it. And I mean, speaking of when he waltzes up into the uh, invention convention, yes. Um, man, I am. I'm all in on this iteration. Yeah. There are a lot of people who have said we haven't seen a a um a version of the master like this since since the classic series. I I believe it. I mean, I would also agree that I, I feel like there's a little bit of sim manicness. Oh yes, to it, but it's not. Uh, this is a more controlled. Yes, manic. because like yeah, with with sim with Sims, it was he was just completely off the rails. He was driven mad by the the uh, you know the founders of Gallifrey and all those people. Yeah, we'll get to that. Rassel, jeez, the Rassilon. No, that was three days of Rassilon you've been watching. Really. Yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but I love that whole scene, and I love, I like even the uh, the uncomfortableness of the. Uh, Did you just move? <laughs> oh, oh God! Yeah, and yeah. she's like, no, and she's clearly moving. Yes, and 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 he just kind of does this evil laugh. Oh, sorry, yeah. my mistake, and then just zaps her anyway. And I was like, oh God. And then I love he go he says the um what does he say? I get a, a little tingle. Is yes. it a little tingle every time I yes. ki- kill someone? It's like I'm doing what I was made to do. Yeah. Oh, why do I feel like that statement is important? It it might be, yeah. 
And then also like when 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 the doctor goes, just leave them alone. You can take you can take me. And he goes, I've got you anyway. Yes, it's just oh, so God. good. It's so good. So good. And uh, and just just making her kneel and say his name, and yes. it just ugh. and the oh, satisfaction he gets from that. Yes, um, right. I'm in the right place doing what I was made for. Oh. It's great, man. Man, man. that just yeah. He is just killing it. Yeah, literally. Quite literally. <laughs> I would like to just point out. I think we're going to go into a little bit more depth in this, in at least a theory that I have. Mm-hmm. But and I really want to see a much better shot of the tissue compression eliminator. But I feel like it was made from the Sim Masters uh, laser screwdriver. I, I was uh, wondering if you were going to bring that up. I, I I I was definitely going to bring it up and then talk at length about it. Now I I agree. Uh, it does look like like that. And also, I'm going to say right now, I hope he never has a laser screwdriver. Yeah, because this is so much more uh, old school, if you will. Oh, most definitely. I would like if it if it was um, maybe I don't know how to put it. Maybe damaged beyond repair and when i say that i mean he can't like walk into a room and just be like shrink 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 like it needs to recharge i feel like would be okay would be a little more because that's like such an op thing to have right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also it's moot because he's you know not around right now yeah he is stuck in the cassavin dimension um presumably presumably he i mean like that is if they continue to go about their business, that is such an easy way for him to get out of there. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just walks into any of them. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Do we want to jump to 1943 or do we want to kind of talk some more Master here? I mean, the only thing that um, in our our current time that I would like to talk about was um, ch- the Charles Babbage scene. Yes. Where he goes, madam, those are my private notes, and the book was just wide open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't claim they were private if they were just open in, yeah. in a room where you invited these people to. Exactly. Um, and then his, like, what did he say? His, like, really sleazy line about uh, women. Oh, um. I can't even remember it. And I don't even, I'm uh, like, I was like, ugh. Like, when he said it, I was like, this is, ugh. Yes. They yes. should be seen, and I can, I don't know what it. it but was it was a, it was. Ugh. Yeah. And then when they disappear, and he just takes the longest. He just <laughs> just is like, "Welp, I don't know what I'm seeing." Drink, 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 drink. Pretty much. I enjoy. I enjoyed that. Pretty much. Although I'm I'm very I'm always very entertained by the whole uh, story of Babbage and the difference engine and everything. Um, I, I really that that's really just a very fascinating point. In history, oh yeah, um, and and I love that we are literally getting historicals. I mean, we are we are getting historical stories without it occupying the whole story, yeah, um, without it being you know just really really blunt. Um, and that's not to talk down to Rosa or Demons of the Punjab from last season because those mm-hmm. were both excellent stories, yeah. Um, but the way that it's all kind of woven much more seamlessly into this bigger story. Yeah. Uh, I love it. 
I love it. It makes it makes the history just uh, easy to take in. It gives you something interesting, and you're like, oh, wow, I've never heard of this person, maybe. And you go <laughs> look it up. Well, I've heard of Ada Lovelace, and that's no big deal, but I'd never heard of uh, Noor Khan. Yes. Like, I've never heard about her before. So, oh, wow. This is this was a real person. Hey, yeah. I'm going to go do some more research on it. Oh, turns out she is actually captured by the Nazis not long after this. Oh, geez. Yeah, she 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 only lived to be about 30 years old. So, Ugh. yeah. Well, I mean, but we see her at her best here. We yeah, do. we see both of them at their best. Definitely. Um nor is someone who when the when the nazis come in she's just like oh you're new <laughs> right which is just like oh jeez well and i'm sorry like you can be the most stone faced uh spy in the world but if you are in a room and a couple of machine guns start going off i'm sorry i'm going to flinch the flip out yeah, I mean, like I'd be like, yeah, you know, cover my ears or something. And she's just, I'm like, I feel like this aspect of this scene is a little unbelievable, but I'm just gonna roll with it. I mean, but who knows how many times that's happened to her? Maybe she's used to it. She's yes, like, fair. Here we go again. Oh, all right, more holes in my floor. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I need the air conditioning this time of year. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just stone, stone cold. Loved it. I, they were, um, they were great companions. They were, and I, I was very entertained it. by Graham at the end being like, wait, are you replacing us? <laughs> yes, that was very funny. And, I mean, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, I love Team TARDIS, but Ada yeah. and Nor were great as well. Was... I, I, I love when Ada is like, um, I should like to be removed from the floor now. Yes, that was very funny. And, and that also is in our ribbon list. And speaking of that scene, man, did I get like the directing in that was great because I got real claustrophobic uh, when we were looking at uh, the doctor and Ada under the floorboards. Yeah, they did a real good job of making me feel the uncomfortableness of being no, in those floorboards. Sure. Yeah, that's for sure. So, I mean, oof. and. I guess now we um do we go to the uh the sound of the drums? Oh my gosh. Here yeah, come you the know what? drums. I almost I almost want to just pause here, put off this, like don't stop recording, but um and go talk about all the Daniel Barton stuff because I I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't address that cuz I feel like we're about to get caught up in more master stuff. Oh, I was just I I felt like we were going gung ho on this one storyline. And then we and would. Then, okay. But, I mean, if we want to, I know, I know how we were last week. Yes. If we want to finish up, um, if we, I'm not finish up with this storyline. If we want to pause this for right now and head on over to Team Tardis and 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 Daniel Barton, we can do that for sure. I think we should because I think more of our theories are going to kind of come out of this master storyline than out of the Daniel Barton storyline. Yeah. So why why don't we jump back to the 21st century real quick? Let's I mean let's do it. Um, Team Tardis on the run. Um, yeah. I I mean the whole opening scene where <laughs> with the with the cell phone plugging it into and Ryan's basically flying a plane, um, which is crazy. Can't and ride a bike, but I can fly a plane. That was very funny, yep. and I mean. Barton throughout this is cool, calm, and collective, and it's 
It's frightening. Almost, almost too much so. And I will point out why I think that is here in a minute. But he puts he puts it out. He's like, I need I need three background checks on these people. We need. Yeah. And I mean, when all three of their phones ring and it's all the same message, I that scene, every Barton like I control everything scene Mm -hmm. was amazing. Uh, This one was great where he mentions even the, the little jokes. Oh, like goes, the, uh, oh, you're the so close. Stands. Yeah, you're so close, right? Yes. <laughs> Almost there. Yes. And then and then like literally as like Ryan is stamping his phone and Graham is like, oh God, oh God, what do we do? And he goes, oh, look, Yaz is calling her mom. And she's yes. literally like, mom, wait, ju- don't. And then Ryan just yanks it and smashes. smashes There's you know, two grand worth of props yeah <laughs> assuming those were actually real phones yeah right um but it's 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 scary because that that is very true like this is a very telling tale of just how much our data is out there and and not just information about ourselves but location data all that kind of stuff yeah it's um it's uh and he does it in the what are you gonna do you can't do anything about it <laughs> Yeah, which is which is great. Yeah. Um I mean the other the other like very chilling scene is when he he gets his mom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this. And he Let's break this down. He basically has her in I assume we are in his uh his airport. Um presumably because it looks like a hangar, doesn't it? Yeah. Um and he's he's just like Mommy, don't call. You don't write. Basically, is basically what he's saying. Like I'm trying yeah. to get a hold of you, and I can't get a hold of you. Um, why, do you why do you hate me, mommy? Why do you hate me? Look at all the stuff I've done, and she's just not impressed. Um, and he basically, I mean, he has her murdered. Yes. Um, she she is to be the first, I believe, is what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, in his in his diabolical plan with the master. Um, good goodness. Okay, so here's here's where I have a little bit of trouble with the story and with Barton's character in particular. Mm-hmm. He is so calm, cool, and collected, and he is so like I'm in control at all times. Yes, that um, when he's in this scene and he's he's clearly got mommy issues, right? Yes, he does. But he's not getting worked up about it. No, so it. I mean, uh, that tells me that. I mean, while we're like, oh man, he has he has mom issues. He clearly doesn't, and he just wants to. Uh, he's like, I I control everything, and I'm gonna murder you, and it doesn't matter. I see. I I, I don't I don't know that I necessarily jive with that because. Okay. If I I, th- I think I think he genuinely obviously genuinely has mommy issues. He's he's gone on. He's gotten himself basically, you know, out of the housing projects basically, yes. uh, and and created this you know ginormous um, uh, uh, tech empire. Yeah. Right. Um, but mom's not having any of that. She's she she. The way that I read it is that she basically sees she's like you're not helping the world. Yeah. Right. She sees through it for sure. Yeah. She sees through it. Um, but when he's basically like confronting her about it, 
if he got a little a little bit more worked up, even if he ramped up a notch or two, I'd I'd have a better time believing yeah. it. It's, if there was even just a little mention, unless I totally missed it in part one about his mom and some there, sort of problem in their relationship. There is one mention. Is there? there? No, there's just one mention of his mother. It's when uh, Ryan and um, Yaz. Yaz go to interview him, and he says, the only reason you're here uh, is oh, because right. my, my mom, mom loves legacy papers, so he knows that she'll see it. Oh, uh, you know what? Okay, okay. I... In hindsight now, that makes more sense because he wants her to see this piece on him. Yeah. She, he, hoping that yeah. But it's okay. Yes. But it took this entire second episode for me to make more sense out of that, like two lines in part one. I mean, fair. You know, if if that was if that was just expanded by a sentence saying that, oh, yeah, she loves legacy media. She just, you know, doesn't approve of or whatever. Just all this, you know, tech stuff that I'm doing or whatever. That would clue me in a little bit more and have this make more sense. He's almost so deadpan uh, with this whole mother scene in this part that it fell flat for me. All right. I mean, I get it. Personal take. I mean, he, right. he stayed this tone uh, the entire time. Pretty much, yes. Even after he gets got, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, right, when he's running out needing an extraction team. Yes, well, I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. We will. We will. But, I mean, we're uh, his shining moment for me is his evil plan speech, basically. Yeah. <laughs> to the world. To the entire world, and he sends the, a text to the entire world about their deaths, which is yes. um, uh, pretty dastardly. Yeah, and, and the scary thing is at the same time, that speech is so spot on. Oh, no, it's, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, let this be a cautionary tale, everyone. It, it is, it is um, not steeped. Is it steeped in, in truth? It is. It so, is steep truth. Hey, there we go. Yeah, it was like I, I, you know, watched it again today, and I went, "Geez, this is rough and true, right?" And very true. Um, like I think, what did he say? You all, you all hit except. Oh, I'd like, like, and just the way, like, that people in the audience were just like, "Yeah, we did do all this." Like, no one was very. Even when he sends the uh, three minute minutes to the end of humanity, they're like, <laughs> "That's funny." And he's like, well, oh, no, that's not a joke. You're all going to die. Exactly. Because most people would see that and be like, oh, humanity's changing because you're releasing a new phone or whatever. Right. You know? um, and and he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Y'all going to die. <laughs> we are going to recycle all y'all. Yes. And I, I'm telling you, I'm watching this speech, and I didn't know how much time we had left in the episode. I was... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for him to say the word upgrade. I'm waiting oh. for oh, oh, yes. You and your Cyberman theory. I was waiting, which which did not come true, which is fine. Yep. Um, but I'm waiting for it. Like, I'm like, this is going to happen. And I, I, I'm like, this might be a secret three-parter. Oh, where, my God. That, we, that would be bonkers. Where we get rid of the master, but now we have to deal with the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, didn't happen. But, I mean... Uh, 
Barton in the in the evil plan speech was was fantastic. But I think once again we have to realize that the the villain got away. Yeah. Again. This is true. Granted, it, I guess we pick and choose who we, you know, putting the master temporarily uh, away is probably uh, is a higher priority, mm-hmm. obviously. And also it's like they're like, oh, he was in with the master, so maybe he manipulated him. No, this dude was all in from, like, the beginning. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'll be honest, I think it's safe to say with as much... uh tech and everything you know i can't imagine he got far but but the thing is like he's they you know they say it a couple of times in the first episode his company is more powerful than most nations yeah i so he could he could i feel could quite easily disappear if needed but this is again in uh, Jody's era here where a villain just seemingly waltzes away and there's no repercussions for them. But also, I say that, and um, in the Q&A, Jody, <clears throat> Jody said, you think that, we for- that something is forgotten about, but Chibnall never forgets about it. Interesting. So she kind of dropped that, which means... She like if you think about it, and I'll go on a tangent with that. They they said our first season was basically doing some world building, mm-hmm. introducing some new villains just so we have them in the back pocket for later. And now we're like on a greatest hits run. Okay. Um. And yeah, she also she said he's he's very smart and he doesn't if you if you go. Why did that happen? You're probably going to find out later. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Barton come back at some point in some form. Um, Albeit it doesn't have to be like a full episode. Granted, I feel like after these two, he's earned at least a full episode. (laughs) We'll see. Who knows? He could be in league with the Cybermen. Who knows? That That would be interesting. And it makes a lot of sense. I guess. Um, and then also, I mean, with with her saying that, I go, well, that um, uh, basically the the Trump guy got away, like, oh. and then ah, ah, from arachnids, yes. And then also, um, I feel like the time traveler from Rosa Parks did he get? Yeah. He got away too. Well, no, uh, no, he was sent back. He was sent that. back. That's right. Yeah, um, which is. I guess sort of a getting away, but not by his conventional way. Yeah. Yeah, Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's kind of like I get it's, it's kind of unsatisfying because this dude just got away. Like he, he told everyone in the world. Yeah. Some of us are still going to be around, but most of you are going to be dead. It's fine though. Whatever. And then the doctor stops his plan and he's like, uh, I gotta go. And leaves, and then we don't get any resolution on that. I, you know, I could have done without maybe one of those uh, laser shoes scenes to get, you know, wrap this up. Right. To get Barton in handcuffs or something. Anything. Anything. Yeah. You know, that might be an interesting question to bring up at Galley, depending on who we have from uh, season 11 and season 12 there. I'm trying to remember. It's already a big list. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, but also maybe that's by design. 
It, it could be. I mean, really and truly, I mean, when we get to some of my master theories, um, I, I fully believe, like, you know, whatever we don't have answered for us, you know, whatever we don't get told, mm-hmm. I think Chibnall has already figured out and plotted out and is, you know, in a show Bible somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Saying like, well, you know, we're not going to tell the story of how the master, you know, got from where he was to where he is. Right. Here's what happened. Yeah. But we're only going, he's here now. That's yes. all that matters. Which is fine. It totally is. Oh, um, I just saw your your re- retweet. I just saw that moments ago. I just happened to glance over at Twitter and I was like, oh, look, costume design. Let's point that out. Oh, I love that. That's great. Uh, you know, let's give uh let's give Sasha uh do want to follow here most definitely part-time time traveler he just he tweeted out about an hour ago quite a few people have been asking how the master costume was designed here's the credit and all it gives a bunch of uh of sources and i love it yeah and it's great and i i hope we see this uh costume at uh at gallifrey and uh, man let me tell you um please no one no one do the master from uh from 1943 oh yeah no i just oh man that's That's not gonna go over well we'll get back to that in a minute here but i mean barton you know he could be a villain that they just have in their back pocket now it could be you're absolutely right and yeah you've got the you've got the added inside of that q a too so he could and i mean like also he could be someone that in the like, who knows? Maybe next season creates a new a new villain. Mm-hmm. He could create a new villain, and then you know we'll see that villain in uh, in twenty thirty. <laughs> right in that season, that's how classic that villain will be. So who knows? Chibnall, uh, it seems like he is keeping stuff close to the vest, which is great. Yes, and I'm I'm fine with it. I like Barton. I liked him a lot. I apologize mm-hmm. we didn't talk about him. Uh, at great length last you know episode. we had a big shiny angry manic object to distract us yes we did and a yeah. lot of questions yes a lot of questions but shall we uh go back to 1943 here uh yes let's all right so uh here come the drums ah oh, loved it which is great um also um You're not the only one who can do classic. Oh, but even before that, even before that, we get just a delightful little throwback to not only the five doctors, but the three doctors. Contact. Oh, contact. Yes. Oh, my God. I I screamed a little bit inside. It's good stuff, man. Oh, my God. Just I love it. I love that we get that that these these little nods to classic that makes me happy and that's the other thing that jody said about chibnall is he is the ultimate doctor who fan so Mm -hmm. there we go gonna get a little of that so uh we set the scene we're gonna meet at the uh the eiffel tower which is uh covered in nazi paraphernalia as as you do at this point in history as you do yes um and the doctor asks the question um so um how are you hanging out with Nazis? And he goes, I have a perception filter. It makes people see what they would like to see. And I go, a, two, a, two-tonic, a two-tonic perception filter of all things. 
And I go, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. Um, and clearly the doctor has a plan that is being um, put together by um, by Ada and and Nor off off uh, somewhere else while the doctor distracts or tries to get information out of the master. Yes. Um, he goes, why didn't you die? And then it's like, because we're time travelers, duh. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, I also love that he shouts out um, the Spider-Man and Venom game for the Sega Genesis Maximum Carnage. Oh. Um, that was a wow. that was a nice little shout out. Also, a great comic book. Um, um, also, also would make a great ribbon. Oh yes, it would. Maximum Carnage. Um, I and I, I mean, I, obviously, I love that we get this very kind of casual Legopolis. Oh, did I ever apologize for shoving you off that? No. Yes. Good. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was great stuff. Uh, love it. Any more? Any classic references we can get, we will take them. Absolutely. Because they've all been great so far. Um, I I mean, so he says, I, you know, I, I basically did all this to get your attention in the, you know, most insane way, basically. Mm-hmm. And he asks her, have you, have you gone home recently? Have you, have you called your mom recently? Yeah, right. She's worried. So you she's worried about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he tells the tale that he went back and Gallifrey once again is no more. It is in yeah. it is in ruins. Every, everyone is dead, which I don't believe. Everyone oh. is dead. Um, and someone destroyed it. And she goes, "You're lying." And he says, "You should really take a look, but you can't." So whatever. Just thought I'd let you know. Um, yep. And then we get the uh, the Nazis are coming. And man, I got a lot of problems with this. All right, all right. I I feel like I've taken like a first crack at a lot of stuff. So let let me hear your your issues because I am hearing this on social media as well, and people going, ah, you know, I got some problems with this scene. The more I think about it, yes. I mean, the more I thought about it, and the more Lauren and I discussed it, I went, mm-hmm. yeah, that is pretty messed up. Um, the doctor removes the perception filter, thus um, showing. Uh, uh, everyone uh, i mean and by everyone i mean you know the nazis that uh the person uh that they thought they knew but also, also that's it's it's a little tiny whiny because wouldn't you want to keep he's already caught yeah he's going to be caught and he's going to have the perception filter and they're already just going to they're going to uh do whatever they're going to do with a double agent aka murder him which is also um uh kind of very undoctor like um yeah though i would I know say there's, that... there's a, yeah there's a lot of things where we could be like well they did this they did that yeah so. yes yeah um i i i i think the fact that it is nazis in this case kind of i don't know drives that home a little stronger um rather than it being you know some uh, alien race in some 1985 episode or something. Yeah. I mean, basically she removes the perception filter, which then shows the Nazis that he is, he is uh, a person of color. And yes, we, we know, how, we know how great they do with that. And literally anything that's not, um, you know, a Nazi. Uh, right. So it's, it's very, um, ugh. It, it's okay. So I absolutely agree. 
it, it she had already had this fake message sent, which was intercepted, right? That's that's all you need. Yeah, because I mean, like, and also like they get up there and it's like, who are you? Like, right? right? See, that's that's where I'm headed, right? I I think I think somebody in continuity should have spoken up and said, hey, well, wait a second. I realize that all this time we've been looking at this face, but we have to remember they have been seeing a different face. Yeah. It's like quantum leap. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe this, according to Tardis Wiki, the 20th incarnation of the master will be his final leap home. Um, <laughs> but the Nazis obviously have been seeing a different face. So you would think you would think that they rush up there they see this person in uniform and honestly, they would probably go, Hey, wait a second. You're definitely not white. What are you doing in one of our uniforms? We're going to take you in anyway. Um, but there should have been a, Hey, wait, we were expecting someone else up here. Yeah. There should have been anything. And also, I mean, if we're, we're going back with some classic stuff. Um, I mean, it, it, we need some, we need some lines where it's like, I mean, I would not want our, um, you know, our hero to go, hey, how come the Nazis didn't kill you? Um, yeah. But I would like for our villain to go, um, yeah, I think you forgot my other classic move, which is hypnotizing people. Oh, see, now that's, yes. I mean, if, if we, if, why didn't we do that? I would have traded a little bit of soft shoe. Yeah, I would have traded a lot of the soft shoe. <laughs> For that could be our new benchmark. We'll be in some episode that doesn't even have it, and yes. it'll be like, you know what? I would have traded some soft shoot for this. Yes, but I mean, I think we might be glossing over the point that our doctor, you know, who knows all, uh, removed this dude's perception filter and basically sentenced him to death. Yes, I I I agree that that is absolutely what it seems like. I don't think. Um, the doctor at that point was showing any sort of like extreme outrage or something that would cause her to make so radical a decision. No, this isn't like a family of blood. Right. Oh Um, yeah. This isn't um, dinosaurs on a spaceship. Um, I don't even think we hit that level. Granted, I know it's the master, but also she, she says, I don't like the company you're keeping. Mm -hmm. and I don't like the clothes you're wearing. Yeah. So, I mean, she's, it's not like she randomly forgot who the Nazis were all of a sudden. Oh, no, 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 no. And I, and, and, and I, what I'm about to say does not excuse the doctor's choice um, by any means. I mean, I, I, I definitely disagree with it. Yeah. Um, I think what it comes down to is it was a script choice. And nobody thought to go, oh, hey, wait a second. Oh, yeah. Definitely nobody nobody thought to do something, that. Something doesn't quite add up here for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, really at this point now, it, it just, it is what it is. It's out there. Um, and, and we are left to kind of try to make our own sense of it. But, but I agree that this is not in line with how our doctor would behave. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I I can't, I can't really reconcile it with everything else that's going on. Literally sending the message, having the Nazis show up and go, you're a double agent. That's, that's all that needed to happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's all that needed to happen. 
And then, I mean, from there, he just um, uses some old school tricks, I assume. But yes, and what did I say last week? You know, I really want to hear our master go, I am the master, and you will obey me. Yes, that would have been great. We, I'm sure you guys are all reasonable folks. And then he just goes into his hypnosis and, and is able to slip away. Yeah, I mean, it just really that felt like... Fun. It just felt like someone's like, we need a joke here. And it's just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. oh, you've always been reasonable people. Uh, all right, I guess. It, it's, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, really, again, cut the joke or cut the perception filter um, removal um, or or leave it and show us the hypnosis. Yes. You know, I mean, yes, those of us kind of, again, steeped in the knowledge that the master can do this, we can at least piece together. Obviously, he gets away. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, we can. And he you also know? says the line, uh, the, la- <laughs> the last 77 years were really hard. Yeah. You know, so we can piece it together, but it would have been nicer to trade a couple things and see it instead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know what I never get? Get tired of Taylor the old what's that? the old what's a cell phone gag? Oh yes, <laughs> I think that's oh, just yes. another thing. I'm like, all right. I mean, one, what is this contraption the doctor left us? Yes, what is this? Um, I mean, uh, shall we uh, just get to the main event here? I suppose, but I would like to say that, it, of course, the the master is ballsy enough to not engage the chameleon circuit. <laughs> yes. Of course, the one thing he has an advantage of with his TARDIS. He's yep, like, and he's nah. Not, nah, I'm just going to park my uh, my Outback house, my I Outback mean, steakhouse. The, the Ronnie would never. No, of course not. <laughs> the Ronnie would never. But I would like to say just real quickly before we get into like some meat and theories here, I love the Master's console. Oh, yes. I dig it's it. So evil. It. Yes, it's angular and kind of classic and very, you know, yeah, very evil. Love it. Absolutely yep. love it. All right. So we take care of everything. The doctor is is headed back to pick up or af- this is after she drops off um, Ada and um, and Nora. And Nor- yeah, I, I do have to say when when the three of them walked out of the light into the warehouse. I loved it. Oh yeah, it was it was fantastic. That was that was just a great. That was a nice piece of directing. I like that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um and the doctor remembers, you know, the master being like you should really go, you know, go home. Everybody misses you. Um and she uh takes a trip and what I I did love the um when the TARDIS is going through uh the time vortex that it looked yeah. like it was having some trouble. Bumping up against the side, trying to push through. I love that effect. That was very, very cool. Very, very cool. We land on Gallifrey. We open the doors to the TARDIS. And once again, Gallifrey is in ruins. Oh, man. Which is a bummer, I guess. But great visual effects. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's still on fire, um, which is, uh, oh, boy. Um, So she goes back in, and I feel like she finds something in her pocket. Uh, yeah, it almost kind of sort of looks like a confession dial, but I never really got a very good look at it. Yeah, I mean, it is very reminiscent of a of a confession dial, but not um, actually one. It glows. I don't know. 
Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, it brings up holographic master, and he goes, "Well, if you re- if you, if you've seen this, uh, you went back to Gallifrey, um, uh, and uh, oh, by the way, uh, I said that somebody did this, and clearly that someone was me. Um, I just couldn't. He he couldn't live with the the what he found out. Yeah." Uh, the founding father, fa- the founding fathers. What? <laughs> Basically, am I right? No. The founding fathers of Gallifrey lied. Everything was a lie. We are not who we think we are. What? Uh, everything was built on the lie of the timeless child. What? And we get a little uh, flashbacky, as Jody said. Everything pays off, even if it doesn't seem like it does. Um, and. Oh boy, I have yeah. questions. I have many, many questions. Um, I do too. I also have TARDIS Wiki open to the Founders of Gallifrey entry. Shall we unpack this and then talk about some theories of where in the timeline the Master lands? So, uh, yes, but I, I, my, my two questions that I would just like to pose real quick are: Yes, how, how did the Master find this out? Oh, good question. Which is. I mean, right off the bat, I feel like that's the uh, that's the biggest question. How did he find this out? And then also, who be this timeless child? And I feel like yes. you get a little glimpse, right? There, there is a flash, yeah. a very quick flash, and I think it's right when it's right after we see kind of the flash back to the remnants in episode two from last mm-hmm. year. Um, we get possibly a flash forward is this a lost thing am i suddenly turning this in the lost thing we get a flash back to flash forward oh god oh, john we have to go back to the island oh, um no no um i just feel like i need the, the little boop of the clock in, in here <laughs> sorry 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 it's been years since i've watched lost um and but yes we do see something and there's this very large structure yeah, I'm. I'm. I. Uh, I had and, it up for a brief second, um, and then it, it. What seems to be a lady in some sort of um, flowy-ish outfit, and maybe like a purple sun. Yeah, I mean it's so quick. I don't have a still of it. Um, I'm looking I'm, at a still of it. It's not great, but th- I'm sure that is by design. Oh well, um, yeah. I can't really tell. Whoever the timeless child is, um, yeah, I can't, I can't really tell here, but I have no. But I, I feel like I saw a still from it. Might have been the next episode, and there is kind of an oddly similar structure uh, from where they filmed. I think in South Africa, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that they're connected. Huh? Yeah, I'm. I, again, I'm not sure. This is like one of those things that it's like I. I saw as i was scrolling through something and i was like oh that's interesting um and i just haven't really mentally had the time to kind of put it together and say "Mm, are these the same thing so i'm reading an article from screen rant right now oh i hate screen rant i'm sorry i really hate there's so many other doctor who articles are clickbait so this one though says this isn't the first time there's been a hint that the history of the time lords hides a dark and terrible secret Really? I mean, the Cartmill Master Plan? Oh, as, yes, as as the Doctor being yeah. the other, as it were. Yeah. He began, there, I, I, 
planting hints that the ancient Time Lords had been dominated by what were essentially three demigods, huh. Rassilon, Omega, Omega, and the other. Yes, being the three central founders. Mm-hmm. Uh, dialogue alluded to the possibility that the Doctor himself was the other. Yep. However, Classic Who series was canceled before the plot could develop. Could we? Could 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 we um, be getting elements of that? The the Chibno Master Plan. Well, we, you know, um, with uh, some help from uh, from Cartmill. Uh, you know, I will say it's not impossible. Um, but I, I think I think whatever is being proposed here um, may very radically shake up um, the mythos of Doctor Who. Oh yeah, and I wonder if that's for. Um, I wonder how the fandom will take that. <sighs> Probably about as poorly as it always does. Yep, sounds about right. You can yep. f- find us on Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so you've got some theories. I would love to hear them. I really don't have any. Okay, so I don't. I don't so much have a theory um, with respect to Gallifrey and the Timeless Child and all that. Um, obviously, I really want to find out what this is. Um, I mean, this this is like hearing the time war for the very first time and going the what, yeah. the who, what was that like? Oh yeah, um, you know, I would love and I can't wait to because if you look and I will have a link to the founders of Gallifrey link on TARDIS Wikia. Um, there's a lot of information in there and it references um, books and it references audio. Um, uh, audio stories, um, obviously, it references Spyfall as well. Um, but if you're not familiar with it at all, um, it's a good source to kind of go and go. Oh, okay, so this is this is what they're talking about. This is who they're talking about. Um, here are things I can go read or listen to if I if I'm looking for more information to flesh this out. Um, so by all means, check that out. But the other big thing that's kind of going around right now is um, a lot of people trying to reconcile the idea that this incarnation of the master may come after Missy, uh, who, as we know, had quite the redemption arc. Yes. Um, in Capaldi's last season. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of people who are going, I, I just can't fathom this. I, I, I have to say that this is a post-Sim pre-Gomez um, master. Or theoretically, I mean, it could be anywhere post-Legopolis. Because really, yes. we, we have that as a reference point. Yes. Um, so I was trying to remember if Missy ever had a TARDIS or if she only used the Vortex manipulator. Because um, obviously this master has a TARDIS. I and so Did Missy have a TARDIS? apparently she did now you go read her entry on tardis wiki and obviously it covers stories comics audio tv so it covers a lot more than just the show um missy did have a tardis at one point she did end up using the vortex manipulator more than anything else mostly in what we saw on screen um I also point to the fact that look at the tissue compression eliminator it looks like it was built from yes the laser screwdriver like that's really hard not to notice if you're familiar with it so my theory and again working theory 
flawed though it may be, there may be some holes you can punch in it. But this is my theory as of right now is that this master is post Missy. So this, believe it or not, the 20th incarnation of the master again, according to Tardis Wick. Yeah. Um, so however he's able to, cause we know uh, the master was able to steal a body and keeper of Trocken, right? Stole yes. Tramus became the Anthony Ainley master. Mm. We know he was able to do it in the TV movie because he was basically an ectoplasmic snake. Yes. Right. Um, so however he's able to escapes from where he was. I mean, maybe it's okay. Yeah. Missy, Missy dies. Uh, uh, he, she is sorry. She's automatically uploaded to the matrix. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got some crazy ass way to escape from the matrix. I don't know. Yeah. This is, this is the part of the master always comes back that we never get explained. Chibnall's got it written down somewhere. I'd love to see it sometime. Chibs in case you're listening. <laughs> uh, I know you're not. It's okay. Um, but anyway, he escapes, um, takes the Sims masters, Sims, mas- Sim masters, laser screwdriver, just out of spite because she's angry that he killed her. Right. Mm, Fine. Yes. Taking your laser screwdriver and having gone through this whole redemption arc is pissed off at the doctor for basically leaving her behind. Yeah. I mean, it's, right? I mean, it's, you invested very all, that, you invested all that time in me. I, I was going to stand by you. Uh-huh. And even the, you, look, yes, even though she died. You left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we have, I would say probable motive to be like, okay, fine. You abandoned me. Screw this whole redemption thing. Let's burn it all down. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could absolutely see that. I mean, also I feel like maybe the, the line that I had written down that he, he said, let me find it here. Oh goodness! I'm in the right place, doing what I was made for. Mm-hmm. So it's almost well, like a jab at the doctor. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, not yeah. standing next to you. This is what I was created for. And who knows? I mean, maybe some crazy, uh, crazy time lord literally created the master for this purpose. Maybe they were trying to create. You know, we don't yeah. know. You know, if the, the whole. Everything is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so this master needs a body, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a habit of stealing bodies. So, finds O on his way to his first day at work at MI6. Mm-hmm. Bingo, bango. St- now, granted, stealing the body doesn't necessarily mean that you can then shrink it at the same time and carry it around in a matchbox. Right. So I have a little bit of conflict there. The theory doesn't quite, you know, I'm using some duct tape to hold the ends together here. Um, obviously begins setting up his new life at some point returns to Gallifrey, possibly steals another TARDIS. I'm not sure because now he's got one. Yeah. You know, and obviously while he's there discovers this horrible secret goes on a rampage and since then decides, you know what? I really did look good in purple when I was a woman. I'm going to keep wearing some purple yeah, in my current outfit. Yeah. So like I said, it, it, it's not a perfect theory. I'm not saying I've got this on lock, but this is my theory. And I, I know people are, are, are not going to like it because they, they want that redemption. But we can't have two good Time Lords 
We need to have the good and the evil. Uh, no matter how yes. awesome that redemption arc is and how wonderful it is and how much I love Missy. I adore Missy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. If I if there was someone evil I was going to follow to the ends of the earth and probably die in the process, it's going to be Missy. <laughs> yes. Um, but we we need the evil. We need the contrast. So we've got this master, and I I believe he is a post Missy incarnation. I, all right. I mean, I I am fine with it. I think that's where we are. Um, I mean, they haven't given us any other indication as it, it being anything other than that. Yeah, and and until we have more information, that that that's literally all we can work with, you know. Right. Oh goodness, so, I know. So, who do you think? How does the master know that this is this is all true? I mean, clearly, I think I think we are. It, if it was to not be true now, that would be dumb. So clearly, it is true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so who do you? Th- how do you think he found out? Did do you think he um? He talked to the uh, what were they the the rags from the episode? Oh God, no! I hope not. I hope not. Oh, but oh man, um, you know that's that is going to be really tough. It's 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 either going to be some really 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 old time lord, you know, who knows, some keeper of the secrets. Maybe we'll see Omega return. Maybe which I would freaking love. That would be amazing. It would be fantastic. Um, you know, maybe but maybe it's also part of my theory. Maybe he does end up in the Matrix. Maybe. You ah, know? yes, and that's zip, how, yeah. Zipping around as a disembodied, you know, collection of Time Lord knowledge. Yeah. Finds this and goes, I got to get out. I got to get a body and I've got to come and kick some butt. Yeah. Do we have the names of all the episodes no we do not for this season no, i do not. not believe so i do not believe so interesting yeah chibnall has written the last two he has so um man i am interested to see to see what happens here yeah indeed. And the, i mean it, it's already listed as a two-parter Yes, that was something that we, that we did know early on that the, that the season finale was also a two-parter. They're going to bookend the season with that. So, I mean, man, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you have any other theories? I mean, we're we're nearing two hours. Yeah, no, I realize we we have we have talked this to death. I I have no other theories and just a behind the couch scale. Oh yes, I'm sorry. The behind the couch scale. Let's uh, let's get on that, and then I have I, I have another just random thing that I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. I'm gonna plug the Pinkroft locked again. No, I, ha- I have a, <laughs> I have. Uh, I'll just say it right now. Where would you? <laughs> this is terrible. Where would you rank um, the master destroying uh, Gallifrey on the um, the Duggan scale? <laughs> oh God. Well. <laughs> You know, I mean, really, we only see the aftermath of it. We don't actually see, you know, our one punch master taking out the city. Very true. Um, Oh, God, I don't know. Can can you put it on Duggan scale? No, because it it blew up, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Goodness. Um, Although I I will say Tom Chadbon getting him on for an interview that that is still a dream of mine. I would love to see happen someday. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, and be like, you are our patron saint. What? And then he just hangs yeah. up. God, I hope not. That'd be miserable. 
Uh, although behind the couch scale, I, honestly, barring the death of Barton's mom, um, which you know it seems very sudden and very uh, uh, painful and stuff, I, I feel like the story is more adventure and history than necessarily scary. Right. Um, and obviously, seeing it with the first part, I'm I honestly, I'd be pretty cool with the kids seeing it. All right. Yeah. Um, and we were talking, this is just a, before we get into plugs, we were talking about, uh, Taylor's going to put it in the show notes, the, uh, the founders of Gallifrey. Yeah. Um, I will tell you right now, I clicked on the other link. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've gone down the rabbit hole. Oh boy. This is some very interesting stuff. So let's. She will not get to bed until after five this morning. No, no, no. That is definitely not going to happen. I will not be up that late. Um, all right. So next time. Yes. Guys, we're weekly again. It's great. Uh, Orphan 55, uh, starring Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, Mandip Gill as Yaz, Tosin Cole as Ryan, and Bradley Walsh as Graham. It was written by Ed Heim and directed by Lee Haven Jones. And during the Q&A, they said this was the scariest, uh, mo- this is the scariest monster. Okay. And they, they said, I guess Jodie was given a note that she, they're like, we don't think the doctor would um, scream that way. <laughs> so she's like, I had to change my scream because I was legitimately frightened by these monsters. So oh my. very exciting. Um, and I also believe Tosin said, yeah, I didn't like filming this this episode. Wow. They were also frightened, which is great. I'm very interested to see this episode. Very excited. We're, we're in it. We're in it to win it. Season 12. My goodness. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Oh, oh I killed it! Oh, Blue Box UFO. Oh no! Don't go to USO. That's something else. That is. That's a. That's an unidentified submersible object. There you go. Ooh. Let's talk about... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Apparently, that's where everybody's listening. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Yeah, man, super amazing. Thanks for supporting us, guys. And if you you are so inclined, you can head on over to N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts. We have a couple of different designs. And... um, Check them out and patreon.com slash NOTLG. If you feel like uh, donating to the cause to keep this train rolling, we would appreciate it greatly. Most uh, the, definitely. Yes. The Y axes, they do our theme music. They support us. So let's support them. Twitter.com slash the Y axes, Facebook.com slash the Y axes, the Y axes dot And they like us are also on Spotify. Taylor, this has been, uh, this has been fun. It has I'm, always is. I'm so glad that everyone, for the most part, is super hyped about this season. Uh, they've come out the gate running. Let's see if they hit the stride and keep it going to episode ten. Yep. So join us again next week for episode one seventy. Yeah, getting up there. Yeah, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. Yeah. I don't need eight other dimensions to think about or other earths to think about.